Welcome to What Have We Learnt? Incidental Learnings by Interesting People. I'm Ben Punter. We have a Facebook page. Feel free to join our herd on facebook.com slash what have we learnt. This is another episode of Free Range Learnings. It's where I sit down with a friend and we don't have any plot or any plan. We just talk and we end up where we end up. Um, that's why it's called Free Range Learnings. Uh, we recorded this only a few hours after the last episode. On this edition, we talk about arrogance death, musical instruments, and cheese. This is What Have We Learned? Free Range Learnings 2 with Jack Casey. Hello. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, not bad. Good, good, good. Um, nice little day out in Norwich today. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, um, nice little walk. Yeah, Wagamama was nice as well. Yeah, Wagamama's is always nice. And we discovered that Wagamama is the only, car, the only place that we know of, only food place that we know of, that... Uh, will have the long tables. You don't really get that in sort of restaurants anymore. No. Just the long, long, long tables. One, yeah, one massive table. Yeah. And, uh, like, yeah, old school style. Yeah, like you see in the Last Supper. <laughs> the Jesus in the middle. We're all, always mates. He's all booked. But they're doing that weird thing. They're all sitting on one side. <laughs> they're not saying they're not sitting like together. Like a TV show. Yeah. It's a TV yeah. dinner. It's a TV dinner, yeah. <laughs> and then obviously they have to... They have to do all the ordering online. No, no, no. They do all the ordering with the with the waiter, and he comes around. And he goes, "What table? You, well, you know, okay, cool. You're no, your number. Your table number seven. And he rather than writes it, he gets to get a stone chisel <laughs> and he etches it onto the edge of the table. So, like, oh, can I get? Oh, can I get some ramen? <laughs> okay, fine. He has to etch on number one o five. But yeah, so it's been and a one nice the apostles can order some wine. And Jesus say, no, 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 just. Table water's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've got. I've, I've, don't worry about the wine. Table water's fine. And it takes ages to come. <laughs> Glass for the table. Yeah, yeah, sure, no problem. And then it just arrives at different times. It all arrives at different times. Yeah, yeah. Historical wagamama. <laughs> so that's what we've been doing today. Um, so yes, yeah, so we have no no plan, no agenda. There's no particular point to this episode. Me and Jack, it, just sitting in Jack's living room and just talking. Uh, silliness and and we've got some questions we used to have a podcast which you may have heard us do do on the last episode where we referenced it um it's called the something podcast where we used to ask questions back and forth and that kind of worked so just for this we're going to try and do the same thing again we're just going to have a couple of questions back and forth uh and classic podcast classic (laughs) classic podcast yeah very 2014 (laughs) really even though it's not um uh, I think I'll start because I found a whole list list of unused questions. Um, what is the most arrogant thing you do or have done? Ooh. Uh, well, I mean, I'm always arrogant to Amy because it makes me laugh. Mm. And she says I'm mansplaining, which I hate. I hate mansplaining. Yeah. But I do do that. <laughs> yeah. Just to her, not to <laughs> anyone else. Um. Oh, actually, no. Why? Well, I don't know if it's arrogant so much. I have this face that she hates, and it's my I'm correct face, but I'm not going to rub it in your face. <laughs> face. It's the, just this little tiny little smirk, and I can't stop it. And I'm trying my best to. Is it the C? Yeah. Okay. Uh, mm, I think I was right about that one, wasn't I? <laughs> They've got way too many arrogant traits that I've done like that they're, they're all in the mix, all down in their personality traits somewhere. Um, correcting people for like music stuff, I suppose. Oh, I correct a lot of people because I live in Norfolk now mm. and I teach in Norfolk countryside. And I 
do find myself correcting people's speech a lot mm-hmm. because you know I work in education so yeah. we have to speak the Queen's we spoke about that before didn't we? yeah, yeah the Queen's gibberish yeah have to yeah. speak the Queen's gibberish and um, yeah up here they, not so much in Norwich but in outside of Norwich but still in Norfolk they they have weird tenses that they use such as like I'll say oh, have you seen this kid he always does this he always does something another and they'll say oh we do do that don't he (laughs) (laughs) he he does (laughs) yes he does do that that does sound sound like something I would say though but it it sounds very similar to a certain dialogue in either a certain TV show or a certain script and I can't figure out what it is it's like but it's like you need to be really clever to write that in it's something like 30 Rock. It's something oh, right, you'd yeah. hear in 30, you'd, something you might hear in 30 Rock. I'm trying to rack my brain where I've, where I've heard something like that. It might be something like you'll get a scene where there's a very important person walking through a very busy office or towards a very important meeting and the secretary will shout, Get out of him way! <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's the clunkiness of it. But it's like, but it's like, it's difficult to get that level of clunkiness written in script. Yeah. And like without actually kind of being a part of it. Without it happening to you. Yeah. yeah, there's a very fam- a, a, a famous news clip of two uh, news reporters standing in the studio and they're just waiting for the, for them to be like and action, and one of them is not paying any attention to like like almost like Ron Burgundy would do. Like, yeah. I'm on there now. No, okay. <laughs> she's looking at herself in the monitor. Yeah, and uh, it's in America, and all, all she does she's looking at herself and she goes, "I'm so pale." <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so pale. But then the, the, the woman next to we're on now, nudges her, like, we're on now, like, what? I'm <laughs> so pale. But it's like, like that kind of language. It's like yeah. to have that kind of, like, almost, oh, I don't want to say basic grasp, but, you know, just like using basic words. It's like a toddler would talk. Yeah. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff sometimes. Maybe these writers have toddlers and they just <laughs> take what their kid says. Yeah. Plunk it right down. Hey, hey. Get out of him way. <laughs> I do do that, do that. Yeah. They say that and they say um, Tuesday as well. Oh. Tuesday instead of Tuesday for some reason. I don't understand. No one else does that. I don't think they do that anywhere else in the country. Mm. But apparently Norfolk, the Norfolk vernacular comes a lot of it comes from um, Norway and Sweden and that from when the Vikings came over because this is where they settled. Yeah. And um, lots of... There's a... Is it a town or a city in one of those Scandinavian countries? I can't remember. Amy was telling me about it. That their way of speaking and their language is really similar to the way we speak here. The dialect is similar. I think the most arrogant thing I do, uh, when there's a conversation going on and I kind of know something about a little bit of it, and I try to edge my way into the conversation, yeah, and then try and be like the person who knows the most about that thing. <laughs> Particularly of like directions in London, like I'm hearing someone go, "Oh, where you gotta go to? Oh, I gotta go to I don't know, Holborn. The way yeah. where, where you coming from? Oh, I go from this office. Oh, okay, and I overhear that. You going to Holborn? What do you want to do? And I was like, oh, stop you can't it. help it. Yeah, and I was like, don't. Don't do it. Stop it. Oh, I know something I do, and I hate. I catch myself doing it all the time, mm-hmm. and I hate it. And I don't mean to. I'm not. I'm not trying to be rude, 
But I'll, you know, you get those little conversations, especially at work, like those little in-passing meetings. And you say, oh, how are you? How was your weekend? Mm. And they say, blah, 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 blah. And then you say, how was yours? Blah, 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 blah. And then you go off, right? What happens? So I would say, how are you? And they say, yeah, fine. How are you? I say, yeah, I'm okay, thanks. And I say, how was your weekend? And I say, oh, all, like, you know, how you been, whatever. And I'll say, blah, 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 blah. And I say, all right, see you later. Oh, no, I do that. And I just forget to ask them. I don't, oh, I don't I do mean that all to time. be rude. It's a combination. I do that all the time. It's a combination of two things. One, it's because I, I think we're from where I worked the most, that was never a conversation I ever had. So it's still a bit new to me yeah. in current work environments to have, hey, how was your weekend? Yeah, it was all right. So yeah, we, we what are we doing now? It's like no, it's like moving on completely. I'm moving the whole because I don't <laughs> want to go into this. We don't have to have this conversation every single time. Yeah, and like every single Monday, it's just like, hey, how was your how was your weekend? And I might come out here and do this, or I'm you know might go yeah. travelling, and I'll, I'll just say, yeah, it was alright. Because I I could tell you, won't you elaborate. I won't elaborate. I could tell you what I did, and then that means I have to then tell you what I did, and then we're in a conversation. I'll be honest. <laughs> It's 9.35 on a Monday. I don't want to have this conversation. Uh, sometimes I get people wanting to have a conversation when I should be in class. Mm. It's like, you can see I've just like come out of the loo. So I've been nipping off to the loo or something. I haven't really got time to talk about kids and whatever. I'll do that at lunchtime. But yeah, I don't mean to be rude. Mm. But it's very easy. Yeah, <laughs> I really come across as rude. Yeah, I I come across as very rude, but also very. Oh, I just don't care. Well, I see. I don't, I don't know care. if anybody else notices it, but I notice it when I walk yeah. away. I notice that I've done that, and I think, ah, oh, now they're going to think I'm a twat. Yeah, I sometimes do that, and I forget. I f- I realise to ask as they're walking away, and so it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's fine, thanks. Oh, cool, and they walk away. But how are you? How are you? <laughs> <laughs> no. Now, now you're just trying too hard, dude. Now you're just trying too hard. Yeah. yeah. Your question. You can perfectly sing and play one instrument for one song. So you're really, really good. Like, say it was piano and uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Mm-hmm. You can pitch perfect, do every single thing on that song. Mm-hmm. But you can't do anything else. Yeah. Can't even play chopsticks. Right. What's your song? Shakira, She Wolf. Really? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just waiting for you to finish the question and go, right, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Um, oh, Nina Simone, My Baby Just Cares For Me. Oh, that is a The good piano one. of that. But it's got the kind of like. Ba ba dun 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 dun. Yeah. Dun 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 dun. That's a good one. Ba da ba da ba da ba ba da ba It really has to like really. It starts so basic and simple, but it really is quite a complicated song. Yeah. That is a good one. It's. I don't think it'd be a difficult song to sing. I don't think. Says I. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I think. I, I think. I, I think it'd be piano. It'd have to be a piano. I think it would have to be piano as well. Yeah. I agree. So you can walk into a club. Or you know, a bar, bar or whatever. Yeah, yeah or, or most train you, stations, or a train station. Oh, imagine if train stations had like a, just a free fo- a free floating sax, <laughs> and you could just go up to it. That'd be grim. <laughs> It'd have to be that tune if you were doing a sax. Or Baker Street. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it wouldn't be washed out properly, and so it'd be all kind of stretched out and like. 
It's just, yeah, old man spitting the bottom oh. of it. But you have to do that little release. Let's someone got my throw coins into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, piano. Yes, definitely a piano. Definitely um, a piano. I always think like think songs like Don't Back in Anger. Yeah. Um, See, do you go down the karaoke route? Or do you go down the complicated instrument route? See, because it happens all the time. I think, oh, I'd love to be able to play this on piano. Mm. And it is always piano, actually. Yeah. Like Elton John stuff, whatever. Yeah. It is always the piano. And I always think, oh, I wish I could play that. Mm. Telling you you could. I mean, for a piano, you know, if you put enough time into it, you could. Yeah. But then if I could play that, I could play other stuff. Mm. And that ruins my game. Uh, the only thing that the only thing that puts me off learning piano is the things is the the notion of maybe going even going to a tutor and then go okay you have to do these chords and then these chords and then these chords and then these chords like why can't I just like sit down with the notes and like watch someone else do it and then I'll learn it that way and I'll just keep doing and doing and doing it till I get it. And you just want to copy someone. I just want to copy that someone. Yeah, or you know, watch a YouTube video of like you do one two one two one two one two one two one two. And that's it. And that'll be the only song I ever learn. Like, oh, come on, play some more. I literally can't. <laughs> I literally cannot do that. Um, and also, just the amount of time. Yeah, it takes a long time. It takes to a long learn time. Things. Yeah. There was a harp when I was on holiday. There was a harp in the uh, house that we were renting, mm-hmm. and I learned how to play. Um, here comes the sun. Oh, okay. On the harp. It took me about 20 minutes. Not the whole song, yeah. obviously. <laughs> yeah. Just a just yeah. like the, the tune. There are two tunes that everyone knows for the harp. One is... Falling asleep. And then... <laughs> yeah, I said to Nora, look, it's a dream. <laughs> yeah. And what, it's really... Yes, what was your song? Because you, if you go with piano, what do you say? I don't know. I think I'd probably go with... Tiny Dancer. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good sing-along. See, I want something that people would sing along to as well. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, I actually we, we, secretly like a little bit of Elton John. I haven't got any yeah. of his songs on Spotify, but I'll always sing along when it's on. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter what it is either. And you mentioned about the whole karaoke thing. I think... You want to be able to just walk into a pub or somewhere where they have a piano and just sit down and just play. Yeah. And you make you get you end up with a crowd around you. Yeah. And it doesn't it, you know you, oh you don't want to be able to like play like, I will survive. That, the opening <laughs> bit like boom dum dum First I was oh god's sake. <laughs> this again. Okay, fine. Yeah, you want it to be something good. Bowie would be good. Mm. Lots of good Bowie tunes. Or Queen, like Bohemian Rhapsody. Change is very piano based, isn't it? Ch- ch- yeah, it is. Get off the saxophone! <laughs> <laughs> you don't know who's dribbles in there. No, get off it! <laughs> Over the sink! <laughs> <laughs> I apologise to everyone listening in advance for this question. What is the best vomit story from the past 12 months? There have been a few honourable mentions where I was on holiday. Where was I on holiday? I was in Edinburgh. Oh, yeah, literally. I nearly threw up in Edinburgh over my bed. <laughs> I had no alcohol. I had. I wasn't ill at that time. I was just leaning over. I was like at a, 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 
a complete right angle. Right. I was just leaning over my bed, sort of sorting out. Actually, I was actually sorting out this podcast kit, leaning over my bed, and I just kind of burped. And I, went, <laughs> I, had to, I nearly, like, I kind of kept it all in one place. It just came out of nowhere. But yeah, but like, nothing came out. But it was like I almost like, oh, I, was ne- I nearly threw up there. Nothing out of absolutely nowhere. I wasn't hot. I wasn't cold. I wasn't drunk. I wasn't. It was like ten thirty in the morning. I was just, I was just leaning over. <laughs> like, like, oh, how much battery is that? <laughs> absolutely nowhere. What the hell, man? Um, but the the. Uh, I'm not sure I've ever told this story before. I don't know. So it was someone's leaving do, and. There were Friday drinks at work, which means there's a drinks trolley goes around, and so I had and beer, uh, and that was fine. And then I had to go to this leaving do across town. Got there, I didn't eat in between, and I just had drink after drink. Yeah. And there were shots involved. I didn't. I didn't want shots, but fine. We're having shots, and it got to about eleven, and it's it's now taking its toll. I'm like a little bit out of it. And it's probably the last big time I've really got horribly, horribly drunk. And I don't get, even I, even I think, I don't want to get that drunk ever. So it got to about 11 o'clock. And so I left, and then I went home from Farringdon, and I was going West London to Wheeling. Mm. So I got on the, on the, I got on the tube, and I went to Paddington. And when I got to Paddington, it must have been a bit, a bit later, because I had missed the last train. Well, no, not missed the last train, I missed one of the late trains. Yeah. And if you miss a late train at Paddington, the next train isn't for an hour. Oh, right. So it's. I think it, the next train was like half past one, oh, God. and I thought I don't. Re- I could probably get a bus from here and be home before the next train in an hour's time. So I went out of Paddington and I got some food, and I thought that's this is my food. And then I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna get a cab. So I got a cab from Paddington to home. I do not recall the cab ride from Paddington to Ealing. Do not recall it at all. No recollection of it. It's like. It's like those old films where it says, scene missing. It was like one of those moments. The only thing I do recall was coming out of the cab, and I didn't. the drink was empty. No, I drunk it. I had the whole thing I was because I, I, everything was still in its place. There was no spillages. All the food was still in the bag. All the drink was inside me now. Right. But I don't recall that scene missing. So I didn't fall asleep. I just don't remember it. As I, Just before we got, I got out of the cab, I realized that it was, okay, it's down here and then turn right. And as I said that, I realised, I thought, I'm going to go. I'm going to go now. And the only thing I have to hand is the empty cup. So I had to throw up in the back of a cab in an empty Burger King drinks cup. And it just, I just, it all kept it in. It all kept it in. And so when we got in the road, it was a very quivery, just here, mate. And he pulled over and it's fine. I got out. He didn't notice anything. There was no, again, I was very, I was very tight with my yeah. delivery on everything. It was great. Uh, got out of the cab and this is a terrible thing to do I just put the drink on a wall <laughs> on someone's garden wall and left it <laughs> uh, and then I got home and then I just just immediately went to sleep I woke up the next morning at like 8, 9 o'clock the worst hangover I've had in such a long time and there looking at me on my table was an uneaten bag of Burger King <laughs> didn't even get a chance to eat it at all I just sat there with my head in my hands thinking oh this is horrible I what did I have to drink? Oh, I drank everything. Oh, why did I do this? This is such a terrible... And while I was sitting in my bed, sitting up, I just threw up on myself, <laughs> in my bed. I, I think I managed to kind of get into some kind of pyjamas. 
I had duvet, I had pyjama top or pyjama bottoms. And I was like, I kind of went into a state of shock. I was like, this has never happened before. I'm in my bed and I'm covered in sick now. <laughs> it's like 8.30 in the morning. Oh my God, I don't know what to do. And in the panic of not knowing what to do, I just sat there for like a good 30 seconds, just in time for my stomach to kind of ref- to refill and go, Second round, <laughs> it's like, and then I kind of, just kind of gave up. I was like, my hands went down by my side. I'm like, well, this is my life now. <laughs> Sitting on my bed in my pajamas, covered in two sessions of sick. <laughs> I think I had to phone my mum. Oh. Just like, I don't know what to do. I always want my mum when I. Get I sick. don't know what to do. I'm like, I've never been in this. There's like. No file found. No file found. We can't help you for this situation. Like, I know what to do with you being sick in a certain places. Like, I know where to go. But it's never been outside of a container, on a bed, all over me. No file found. No file found. So I think I kind of put... I, bond, I had to kind of strip off completely and strip the bed and put it, put it into the sink, wash it off, and then put it all straight into the wash. Yeah. And make sure none of my housemates saw me as well. Because to do this, you have to kind of... Yeah, just do it very quickly. But I was, yeah, it was the last sort of big, big time. I was like, oh, no. I haven't been sick from alcohol for so long. Like, years, years and years. I don't even remember. I can't remember the last time I got sick. Nora got sick recently and I had to catch it in my hand. <laughs> which almost made me feel sick. Oh, no. That was really fun. Just on the bottom step over there. Yeah. Putting our... What were we doing? Were we going out? I think we were going out or we might have just come in and we were either taking off or putting on shoes. And she hadn't felt very well. But, you know, she's always like handled it pretty well. Like, and she, she never... I mean, when she was a baby, obviously, she did throw up. But mm. um, she never actually got sick. And it was the first time she got sick actual food. And it was disgusting. And because she was sat on the bottom step, I sort of went to just catch it so it didn't go all over the floor. (laughs) So I was just holding this two handfuls of puke and saying, all right, come in here, come into the toilet, darling. Mm. And got her in there and I sort of just chucked it in there, held her in front of the the toilet and like was trying to wash my hands whilst holding her up between my legs and trying not to touch anything (laughs) with my pukey fingers. Yeah. And she just kept on going and projectiling yeah. all around the toilet. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm a bit worried because she's never been sick before. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm thinking, damn, girl, I've got to clean on this up because you ain't going to do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it went in the cat's litter box oh. and all around the back of the seat. And yeah, it was all on her, all over herself. And we had to, yeah. Was it one of those occasions where you kind of think that when it goes everywhere like that, you kind of think, it might have been better if you'd done this outside now. Yeah. If you just did it on the street, it would have been all right. Yeah. Someone else I could have just rinsed it away yeah. with well, a you know, hose. It might have been slightly better if you did it in the hallway. At least then we can <laughs> see everything. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Well, yeah. And then it was I think it was the same bout of sickness that she had because obviously she had to go off a nursery then. But we woke up to her coffin and Amy said, she's all right. And I was like, yeah, she's just coughing. She's like, just look on the monitor. I was going, oh, for God's And I looked on the monitor and she'd like thrown up all over herself. Mm. Didn't know what to do. It was midnight and she was she was like you, in bed, 
<laughs> just sat there covered in sick, just going, uh, and yeah, throwing up on herself. We had to just lift her up, put her in the shower, mm. and take her clothes off there and wash her. And she was like asleep in the shower, getting washed, all this sick washed off of her. <laughs> so yeah, that was my most recent vomit story. But it wasn't me no. getting sick; I see you mean. Yeah, just yeah. getting covered in sick instead, but will... not my own. It's arguably worse. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd rather be covered in my own puke. Yeah. Even though it's my child, and they say, "Oh, when it's your kid, you don't notice." It's I'm still sick. I'm still getting sick all over me. It's so it's someone's innards. <laughs> yeah. it's someone's That's innards. That's been through their digestive system. Yeah. There. Yeah. Disgusting. That's on my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> no. Amy had it worse when she was teeny tiny. She was changing her nappy uh, in our old house. She was changing her nappy, and she had her on the um, changing table. Changing table thing. Mm-hmm. And she just did like a projectile poop. Wow. And it just went, and went up the curtain, (laughs) up the wall, all up Amy's arm. I was, while I was at work, so she was less than six months old then. And uh, apparently she was just laughing. (laughs) And Amy sent a picture of me on my, to me on my phone of the curtains. I looked, I was like, wee shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so she's, yeah, I'd say that's probably worse. Getting covered in crap rather than vomit. Well, there we go. There's somewhere off six stories. What's your next question? My next one. You wrote a good one there. What I wrote one down. Yeah, it you came really got you were really you, you went for your into my head. You went for your book so quickly. You were so pleased. At I that. didn't. What? I didn't want to forget. Oh, I got two. Okay. All right. Well, I'll is just, it two parter or is it just? No, no, it's not two parter. Um, so one of them <clears> was <throat> as you are now, mm-hmm. and it can be physical or a trait. Your favorite and your least favorite thing about yourself. Oh, this is well. This is getting into a deep level of physical. It can be physical, or it can be something that you do that you hate that you do. I'll tell you mine. My favourite thing about myself at the minute is my beard is coming in really like really bushy. Oh, okay. And I go and get it trimmed properly like at the barbers when I get my hair cut. They do it properly, and I really my beard's like really great. My least favourite thing about myself for the minute is I'm so bloody lazy. I just can't be bothered to do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Just so tired. And just, yeah, it's, I mean, I could use the excuse of I've got a child and a full-time job Mm. and, you know, I do, I do do a bit of exercise, but I just can't be bothered to do anything Mm -hmm. ever. And it's fine. Obviously I will for the sake of my family. I'll go and do this and like, you know, I'll take Nora to here and I'll go to there. But if I could, I would happily sit inside this house in my pajamas for a week Mm. just to not do anything. Uh, Just get Deliveroo every day. Just order it on my phone. And I've done, I've not done exactly that, but the, the longest I've ever done that and the longest I've ever done that, and it'd be, manageable is four days yeah. I can do nothing for four days and then I get a bit like I need to go do something now I need to go out and do something a bit now but four days like, I can do absolutely nothing like, so I've never had the opportunity to find out how long I could go without... I just had a week off work and I was like alright I'm going to see how long I can go without doing anything yeah, see, productive I've, since I've worked in school where I have the six weeks holidays mm. I've always been too busy to do that or like well, since I've worked in school, I've been with Amy, so our six weeks holidays, we go away or we go out and we go and do stuff. Yeah. So I've never just sort of sat around. 
and now I just can't. I can't sit around. Um, physical. Uh, it's it seems it sounds like a cop out, but I think I have to agree with Beard as well. Yeah, because I look, I sometimes look at it and I think I don't think I could have done that ten years ago. Oh, I think I would look stupid. I, I was too small. Mm. You've kind of grown into your beard almost. Yeah, I, well, I was I was quite skinny, and I'm not like fat or anything now, but mm. I'm not a skinny person it's anymore. Like you're the right age and the right size to, yeah, I think to, you have to, to have be, a beard. I think you have to have the right amount of lines on your face. Yeah. I'm also, beard. I'm also quite pleased that I'm not one of these people who can't grow a beard either. Yeah, I know people who can't grow beards. Yeah, and it's like, ah, oh, shame. But the opposite, the negative I really don't like is I really don't like my hair. Because no. I have the thinnest hair ever. I've got like, I'll catch, I'll look down sometimes in the mirror and I'll just see, like, I can see the top of my scalp. I can see the top of my scalp. Have you ever thought about just shaving it off? I, I'm like, I'm, I, I'm counting the number of haircuts I probably have left. <laughs> I think it's less. I think, I think we're in single digits. <laughs> I think I've only. I'm like before I go, get rid of all of it. I don't care. Just get rid of all of it. And I have moments where, where they'll, they'll cut the sides, like down to a one. Yeah. And it makes it look a bit okay. And what really bug my real bugbear with the whole hairline thing is like, if you had the choice, like, would you rather? Go grey or lose your hair completely. I'd rather go grey. I'd go grey. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't have that option now. <laughs> God. And what's annoying, my brother has a full head of hair. What about your dad? Um, It's kind of like, it's grey, but it's super thin. Yeah, it's see, super my short. dad's is grey. He's got quite a lot of hair, but it's quite thin hair. Mm. But then on my mother's side, her dad... Well, I mean, when he because he he died not very long ago, and he was in his eighties, and it was you know an eight year old man's hair it was thin and mm. whatever. But up until he was like, you know, I remember as him as a kid, until he was like in his sixties, he had quite thick white hair. But yeah, it was quite thick. Mm. And I, I'm I'm a bit more like my mum physically, so I'm hoping that that thick hair Passed trickles on. down. Oh, but though at the same time, sometimes I wish I could just shave my head. I've said to Amy, I'm going to go and get my hair shaved. And she said, no. no. <laughs> if you do that, don't come home. I'm, like, not, I'm, right. just, I'm not ready to have a big, bald head. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've, I'm not ready for it. I've always... It's, it depends. It, when it's hot, I, think, oh, I just want to shave my hair off. And it's annoying because I've got this little bit of front. It's uh, My mum calls it a cow's lick. I don't know if yeah, anyone yeah, else does. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So it's just this little stupid curl right at the front. It's like a Superman curl. And it just always falls down. Yeah. And, it's really, and I push it out of the way all the time. And then my hair just goes Lego man and just wants to be around the front. I'm always jealous. So I'm jealous of that hair you've got now. I'm jealous of anyone who has anyone has that kind of haircut. I look at people and go, I can't do that anymore. I can't do that. What? A shaved side thing? Well, no, just, just you know, just like a, a, a normal length of decent locks. <laughs> and I can't do it. And I'm like, I'm, I, I'm like, I die a little bit inside when I see someone like, yeah, I can't do that. And I see a bald guy and I think, See a bald guy with a beard, and I'm like, that's what I'm gonna look like. like I don't mind that bald with beard look, though. Mm. I think it's how you depends on how you play it. There's an interesting thing, like an interesting question there in the what do you think you look like compared to what you actually look like? Yeah, like in your head. Yeah, who do you think you look like? So yeah, in my and when I see myself in the mirror, I'm much rounder. Than, than <laughs> oh, I'd like oh, that's, to be. oh, that's all of us. Don't worry about that. But it's like, is there like someone you think? There's like someone either in TV or in film. You think in my head, 
I kind of look a bit like them when they're like on this show or they're hosting this program or they're doing this thing. That's what you think you look like. No, I, it's, it's not so much that. I, I just, when I see pictures of myself or, you know, video or whatever, it's not so much when I look in the mirror and brush my teeth because I don't really pay that much attention, to be honest. But when, yeah, when I see photographs of myself, I always think I look a lot more Asian than I think I am. I think I'm much like because I am Asian, hmm. not just saying I look Asian. Yeah. What level Asian are you? My mum was born in Singapore. Well, okay, not not one lesser. Oh, not one level. I'm level six. Yeah. <laughs> Got a oh. blue belt. Oh, like, well, like toast. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm half. Like my mum and her family are okay. Singaporean and Malaysian. Level. What an idiot I am. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my dad's Irish, so I'm I'm half white as well. Mm. So, but yeah, I'm I'm more. I always think I'm more like my dad, but actually I'm more like my mum. Mm. And yeah, I so I've always and not I'm surprised to see myself, but I'm, it often comes like in school. I I work here, and it's a very white sort of city. Mm. And not completely, but it is very white, more so than London. And then out where I work is really white and yeah. like blonde as well. And um, a couple of years ago when I started, one of the kids, uh, I was talking to him about something. I can't remember what it was. Uh, An Sang Soo Chi, I think her name is. It's a political prisoner. I've heard it, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. Them, yeah. Um, and I was saying, I can't remember what we were talking about, it was some lesson. And saying, oh, and she's from Singapore. Interesting fact, my family are from Singapore as well. Mm. And this kid went, oh, that's why you're half black. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm really not no. half black. And in answer to the question of what do I look like, what do I think I look like? I yeah, don't, what do you think you look don't like? Don't know. Um, I, always, I forget I have a beard, that's the thing. I forget it's always there. Yeah, some, I see, I don't think of myself as having a beard. Like but you, I've had a beard for like four years. Yeah. I never think of myself as having a beard. And I say to Amy sometimes, I'm going to shave it off. And she says, no, you're not. Mm. I always think I'm very smartly. I think the, the vision I have in my head of what I think I look like is I'm very, always very smartly dressed. Like Remember that John Mulaney we saw? Yeah. That kind of like, like in a... Jimmy Carr, actually Jimmy Carr, that kind of oh, always yeah. in a t- always in a suit, suit, very well, Shirt. very well dressed, yeah. yeah, a bit like that, but not like that kind of level of teeth and hair, but dapper, yeah. um, yeah, and making jokes and you know, not being life and soul, but you know, mm. being a you know, being a, a competent host, yeah, that's how I kind of put, how I think in my head, I think I look like, and then I'm. <laughs> the Queen's gibberish walks out with a thinning hairline and a big bushy beard. I'm like, oh, I look nothing like that. Oh, how disappointing. Yeah, see, I think that looks come down to money, really. Because you could buy a t-shirt and jeans mm-hmm. from, you know, just any shop, I don't know, top man. And it'd be fine. Yeah. But if you bought, like, a fancy pair of jeans and a, a nicely cut t-shirt, even if they're just a white t-shirt and a blue pair of jeans. Yeah. You'd look so much better in the nicely cut stuff than you would in just like, well, let's say uh, 
John Lewis T-shirt, John, like John Lewis home brand. Yeah, yeah. And then Primark. Yeah. Obviously, Primark's a lot cheaper and whatever, but it looks a lot cheaper. Yeah. So it depends. I think you need money to buy the more the right... well-cut clothes yeah, and the, the right kind of clothes. Yeah. Because I can look... I, well, sometimes I don't... I, you know, I don't want to sound like a twat or anything, but I can look good in, on certain days for certain occasions, weddings or whatever. You know, mm. I can dress and look smart. And then most days I look like a homeless bloke. Yeah. Which is fine because I work in a primary school. Yeah. All right. Uh, was that your question? Uh, yeah, that was my question. That was your question. My question. So if you could be, what would be the worst way to be killed by a kitchen object? <laughs> so, um... Choke on a teaspoon, that'd be pretty bad. Well, that, well, but as in, you come downstairs into the kitchen. Yep. It's three, three, three o'clock in the morning. Yep. There is an assailant All right. in your kitchen, and he's about to kill you. What's he killing me with? Yes. All right. And the worst thing to get killed by. The most, uh, yo, if there was a bit of a hoo-ha here, hoo-ha <laughs> here, <laughs> and the neighbours came round, yeah. and they said, what's happened? Jack's dead. Oh, no. Well, obviously, that's... That's that's your action. Oh no! <laughs> and you're like, what happened? Oh, he was attacked in the kitchen. What by? What would be the worst thing to like? Oh no! Really? Uh, he was killed by that? Colander would be pretty. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we talking like are we talking like a pasta colander, or are we talking like a flower yeah, sieve? No, like a pa- a pasta one. Right. So you know the ones that yeah. And what's they, the, you, the, the, the method? Pasta strainer. Yeah, yeah. So. They've hit me on the head so hard. Are we, are we, doing, pla- are we doing plastic or, or like John Lewis metal? We're going to go in metal because okay. we're in a nice house. <laughs> They've hit me on the head so hard that I've gone through the holes like Play-Doh. Oh. But only halfway down. Oh. <laughs> so I've got like strings of me okay. with little legs coming out the bottom. That would be pretty bad. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe you're so whacked by uh, uh, the side of a cheese grater. Uh, yeah. Oh. The right, spiky side. The spiky side that no one ever <laughs> uses. that for? No one ever uses that for. <laughs> Who knows <laughs> no, what that's for? No, oh, we have... So the four sides of a cheese grater, yeah. you have standard grating cheese. Grating cheese. Then you have fan cheese, <laughs> which that's what it's for. Big cheese. And then you've got the big chunks of cheese. Yeah. And then the bit that no one knows. And then the scrubber. I think they just made that and bit the up. Bit go, to, uh, I've got three. We've got three. You got any more? No. Um, uh, what, what, what can you do? What holes can you do in metal? Uh, we can do spikes. Do spikes. <laughs> well, they could have put a handle on that side. Yeah. Nope. So, I mean, yeah, because you have to hold it on yeah. the side to grate cheese. Yeah. Because the top little handle, that's not good enough because no, it slips no. like a cowbell. Nope. <laughs> but yeah, it's like wax from like left to right, left to right so with getting, the cheese grater. You're getting fancy slices on one side. Yeah, you could get fine. just spikes on the other. Yeah. Or sort of like grated normally <gasps> on one side or fine. Is it for zesting? I bet it's for zesting. You can't You've zest cheese. You can't death. zest cheese. <laughs> <laughs> mm, what is that? What is that? Cheese. <laughs> oh, I bet it is for zesting. I bet it is. That's why. That's so you. you of all do, the things, you don't want a bit zested to death. Of all the episodes we've ever done, if I, if I discover that those, that side of a cheese grater is for zesting lemons, that is the greatest thing of... Well, no pun intended there. (laughs) (laughs) That is the greatest thing a cheese grater has ever been discovered to be learnt for. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm going to stand by that. Queen's gibberish. The Queen's gibberish strikes again. (laughs) The incomprehensible second (laughs) album. (laughs) 
Yeah, zesty to death would be pretty bad. If that's what it's actually for. Or spatula would be quite horrible. Spatula oh, no, no, no. Is it, oh. is it spatula or, ch- or fish slice? Hang on. Uh, What's the difference? Fish slice have sort of like a bend down and a spatula's just flat. Isn't the one, is the fish slice one of the holes? Fish slice, well, yeah. It's got like, sort of looks like a fork, but with the ends cut up. Yeah. And a spatula. I wouldn't even know how you would kill someone with one of them. <laughs> So neck, all neck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a final question from you. Right, I'll let you choose out these questions. Right, hang on, hang on. Uh, you have one word from each question. Okay. Feet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Movie. Mm-hmm. Simpsons. I think. Uh, I'm curious to know what the movie one was, but I think I'm going to go with Simpsons. Simpsons. All right. So you're... Everyone's seen The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. There's 30 seasons of them. Yeah. Um, all time, mm-hmm. maybe not so obvious Ooh. favorite moment. Oh, well, that's brilliant. Because there's loads of obvious ones. Yeah, that, yeah. Like you could say a certain word and everyone would like, nothing at all. Everyone knows what that is. <laughs> Stupid sexy fellas. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Oh, that's a brilliant question. We could do a, we could do a whole podcast about Simpsons yeah, yeah. on, on, on be its easy own. easy to do. Um, I know my favourite episode is it's called Lisa the Vegetarian. Yeah. It's the one where they have the barbecue. Yeah. And it's the BBBQ. What's that? What's the... <laughs> it's bring your own booze, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, what's that be? Oh, that's... That B is for barbecue. What's that B for? That's a typo. <laughs> and it's then the pigs fly by and it's yeah. like, bar, I'm right here. Sorry, force of habit. You, know, you don't make friends with salad. That's yeah. the episode is you don't make friends with salad. Yeah. I think it's from that episode. That episode is so famous for me. My favourite, but it always makes me laugh. It's right at the very beginning because they go to a petting zoo and mm. it always makes me laugh. I think it's gonna, this should be my answer because it's in that, so in this episode, Least the Vegetarian, you have, you don't, uh, you don't make friends with salad if pigs fly, BBBQ, um, a whopper for the copper. Yeah. yeah. You have all these kind of, you know, classic quotes. The, my favourite scene, it always makes me laugh. They go to a petting zoo and they see a lamb. They go, ah. And they see another smaller lamb. They go, ah. And they see a baby lamb. They go, ah. And then the, the previous lamb comes into shot and home just goes, out the way, you. <laughs> I, every single time. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good bit. <laughs> There's another one from that episode as well, where later on they're just dissecting worms, and um, mm. Lisa is having problems with it because it's an animal, and he goes, "Why would you cut me?" And she says, <laughs> "Why would it talk like a sheep?" <laughs> it's also the episode of what about pork? No ham? No. Uh, sausages? <laughs> no, Dad, that's the same animal. Yeah, right, Lisa. A magical animal. <laughs> all from one episode. Lisa the Vegetarian. I think it's season six. Yeah. My absolute It's still good. It's still good. It's still good. <laughs> it's still airborne. It's one. It's the greatest Simpson that episode. That is a brilliant episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think my favorite, then my favorite Simpson thing that I don't even know what episode it's from. It's when someone bakes a pie, leaves it on the counter in the kitchen, yeah. and then Homer goes, um, well, 
I'm gonna do this. And if you get in your if you get in the way, it's your own fault. And he goes hum hum, and he bangs his head on the cooker. <laughs> yeah. And he goes oh oh my head, and then it immediately breaks character and goes ah oh, what the hell, and he starts eating it. And when he gets the what's called the hundred one hundred yard stare, yeah. where he's just looking off, going hum hum hum, it's that break of oh. Oh my head! Oh, but, oh, what the hell? That oh, what the hell bit? I love that kind of like you know, none of this matters. I love that kind of. That's my sort of favourite humour in The Simpsons. Yeah, mine's a, a another Homer thing. It's where he's making. I can't remember the episode. I just remember this one little bit. Um, he's made friends with Ned Flanders, and he's trying to be a good person and a good Christian, and people like from the church thinking he's he's like turned it over a new leaf and he's being really good mm. and they're in church together and they're praying and it's a moment of silent prayer and he stood next to homer stood next to ned flanders and it's silent prayer and you can just hear homer breathing through his nose oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> And his nose is wicked. Oh, it's the wiggle. The it's wiggle. the wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> it's wicked. <laughs> and yeah, and then Ned loses it. Yeah, that's a funny one. But then there's Gaim. What's a Gaim? Oh, oh a Gaim. There's one which I heard recently. Oh, I, I don't know where it's from. I heard it on a different podcast and I, I love it. It's Lisa buys a dog. Oh no, well, Lisa goes to buy a new puppy and, and Lisa says, which is the smartest one? And it's like, Ew. hey, you want to buy a puppy? That guy. <laughs> and the guy goes, oh, that, that's the smartest one. He goes, how do you know he's so smart? Uh, he writes mysteries. <laughs> and Lisa goes, how does he write mysteries? And the guy says, uh, he figures out the ending and works backwards. <laughs> it's like, what a, what a great joke within a joke within a joke. <laughs> he figures out the ending and works backwards. <laughs> What's the one oh, where Homer is... Is it Prohibition, an episode, where Homer is being tracked by a detective? Like, I'll find you. And then he's saying, no, you, no, you won't! <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, I will. <laughs> no! Is, what is that episode? Uh, Homer's being tracked by someone. It is and he's Prohibition, standing... and he's making the alcohol in his cellar and throwing it through bowling balls <laughs> to Moe's. Yeah, it is Prohibition. Yeah, and he's standing on the hill looking over yeah, Mount Springfield. at Mount Springfield. I'll yeah. find you, Prohibition man. No, you won't! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> what was the movie question? Uh, choose your movie character parents. No, not off the top of my head. I need a bit more time for that one. There was one which I had, which I remember, which was in f- all of film and TV, yeah. what is the comfiest chair? Because <laughs> <sighs> there is an answer as well, I think. Well, Have the, you got an answer? Yeah, it's Fraser Crane's dad's chair. Oh, that does. Yeah, Amy's oh. Amy's grandmother has got a chair like that, and it's got an electric mm. button on the side, and the feet come out, and the thing goes back. And she's getting to that age now where she started to. Say, so, oh, when I go, you can have this, and when I go, you can have that. And I've said to her, I've already put my name on that chair. I'm having it when you're gone. <laughs> Talking about when you're gone, I did read a, a, a wonderful tweet, which was, which could have been leading to a question of, like, when you die, what do you, you, you can't be buried. You can have anything else, but you can't be buried or cremated. Oh, like, what do you, do you know? Yeah, I know. Well, go on. 
I, I want a Viking funeral. Okay. So put on a longboat in all the outfit, pushed out to sea, and then someone fire an arrow that's mm. on fire out to the ship. Yep. Where it sets fire, bit like Star Wars mm-hmm. with the whole flames and everything. Yeah. But yeah, on a longboat, I want a Viking warrior king's funeral. I want. I don't know what it would be. I'd either be. I, I I'd be hollowed out. <laughs> right. It starts off good. Everything that starts off good starts with I'll be hollowed out. out. And then it'd be I don't know, you do whatever you need to do to kind of keep it all intact, I suppose. Right. But you then take everything apart, yeah. like all the limbs apart, yeah. but then reattach them a bit clunkily right. so that you can then animate it through strings. <laughs> and like you don't do you remember Warhorse? Yeah, that. So it's just like loads of guys standing underneath me, just animating me. Like, and they'll, 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 they'll reanimate the story of my life, like it's Warhorse, <laughs> but with strings. It's a bit. It's like an over That's the top. Disgusting. Yeah, it's a bit of an over the top weekend at Bernie's. That's probably that the hollowed out detail is probably a bit unnecessary. You might not need to. Be I don't think any need to be hollow. You don't need to hollow him out. You could do what they did in. Star Wars The Phantom Menace with C-3PO so he was a robot mm. that was all made mm. and then it had sticks out the back attached to a suit with someone in a green screen suit behind him yeah so the person was moving about and the puppet was like in front of him yeah and had someone else controlling like oh no because it didn't have eyes someone was controlling something else via remote control but the, basically the person was just attached behind the robot yeah doing all the walking about and that so you could just have someone green screened behind <laughs> you you'd have to get hollowed out though because otherwise you'd be too heavy yeah yeah I'll so, hollow you out so, we, so would it be like cut in half and then you hollow out the, but you only have to hollow out the front half for me <laughs> so you do right down the middle right, yeah. down, the, right down the side like, not like through the like through the, through through the face you like, have to go through the chest yeah well you would have like from the from ear to ear over over Straight down from there, right? And then you only have to hollow out the front half. So you just want your front half of your body. Mm -hmm. So we don't need your ass. No, (laughs) I'll be like a giant mask. I'll be like a giant. I'll be like a giant mold. (laughs) A giant baking mold. That's disgusting. Yeah. All right. I'll see what I can do. Thank you. That wasn't really supposed to be a question, but we just fell into it. (laughs) Cool. All right. Um, I think that's enough questions for. Uh, that's plenty of free range learning I think for this uh, episode of what have we learnt uh, yeah. Jack Casey thank you very much thank you so what have we learnt we've learnt that there was a hoo-ha here and the war horse is an over the top weekend at Bernie's don't ask us about our weekend and I don't mean to be rude but it is just so easy no file found scene missing Four days is the optimum time for doing absolutely nothing. Jack is a level 6 Asian, and I so pale. The Queen's gibberish strikes a gone, and you can't zest cheese. 